Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to welcome you all to another episode of Vibe with Reeves. Let's get into it. Vibing. Yeah. And this show is called what? This podcast is called what? Vibing with Reeves. And the vibe is like energy. It's energy. It's, it's a feeling. It's, you may have good vibes. That's good energy. You may have bad vibes. Bad energy. Confused energy. Confident energy. So much energy. So many different vibes. You, you, you may have a funny vibe. A comical vibe. You may have a dead ass serious. No jokes. No games. I ain't here to bullshit with you vibe. There's people out there who have a really questionable vibe. you not sure about them. Something ain't right about them. It's kind of suspect. Like, yeah, this motherfucker might be up to something. Snake vibes. And if you can catch the vibes that people give out, you're lucky. You're blessed and you need to um, sharpen that natural talent you have. You know? Because some people can't catch hints. Some people can't catch a vibe. Then be caught up in some drama later on because they couldn't get the vibe of the people they was dealing with. I mean, everyone gets take from it's caught off guard every now and then. No one's perfect all the time, but you know, feel the vibes, man. Feel the vibes in the air. You know, we in the let's say you're in, you're going outside, you're in the club. You went to hang out in the club, and shit feels awkward, and it feels like this bad tension in the air. Hey, something's going to pop off. Leave. Unless you're just naturally paranoid. But if you know, wait a minute. Something just don't feel right, leave. Because sometimes shit do pop off. You're feeling the vibes, the energy. And if it ain't right, sometimes you got to be out. Sometimes people may have welcoming vibes. And you're like, I don't want to give it a shot. A shot. I don't want to give these people a shot. But the vibes are so good. Go with the vibes. Go with the vibes, baby. This vibe with Reeves, you know. I'm going to tell you. The road with the vibes. But I just felt like explaining what the vibe was. What I felt the vibe was. Because even though it was the show's called Vibe with Reeves, I never really discussed what I think a vibe is. It's basically the energy, you know. The energy you keep around you can affect what you do, who you are, and how you behave. Because energy is contagious. The vibes are contagious. That shit can spread. So you around a whole bunch of people with negative energy. You might be the next negative motherfucker out there. Because it, it can just catch on you. It's like yawning. That's a good example. Someone's tired. They yawn. The next thing you know, you're yawning. Then the next person yawning. And everyone's just yawning. It's like that. That negative vibe. That can brush up on you even if you don't want it to. That can just land on you because you're around so much of it's hard to stay positive. You're around so much negativity. 
negative energy and negative vibes. So, you know. Try to get through that. And if you have a dope vibe, I know I can't see you right now, but I want you to give yourself a round of applause. Don't act like I'm crazy. Give yourself a round of applause right now. This is high self-esteem time. If you know you got a dope vibe, give yourself that. And if you, if you don't, unless you're an asshole, maybe you just have low self-esteem, fuck it. Clap people harder. Clap so you believe that shit. Because you do have a dope vibe. You just don't realize it yet. It's a vibe. And we need that. Vibe with ribs. Oh, yeah, by the way, this is a beat I, I did. Did on Garage Band. I'm a producer, and yeah, I just try to use different apps on my phone now when it comes to making beats and everything. It's cool. Keep vibing, keep rocking with me, yeah.
This quote that I'm about to base this segment on is a quote by D.L. Hewley, the comedian D.L. Hewley. Smart brother, you know, radio host, podcaster, you know, gives to charities, donates, you know. So shout out to the brother right there. You know, actor, business person, so, you know, shout out to him. But here's the quote. You ready? The most dangerous person for... I'm sorry. Ooh, I messed up. We were... Let me try this again. The most dangerous place for a black person to live is in a white person's imagination. I'm going to say it again. The most dangerous place for a black person to live is in a white person's imagination. That's some real shit. That's deep. That's the truth. And some people, oh, there they go playing a race card again. Nah, here we go playing reality again. We talking the truth. We speaking the truth. This is honesty time. And here's why it's the most dangerous place for a person to live. Some of y'all think, oh, it's most dangerous. It's more dangerous in reality of, of their ghettos and Compton and Brooklyn and Newark and yeah, all those places. I that's dangerous. And Detroit, don't walk to Detroit, Chicago. It's that's more dangerous. No, no, no. The most dangerous places in the imagination of a white person. Here's what he meant by that. Here's why I take it to me. In the imagination of a white person, they see you. If you're dealing with a racist white person, a prejudiced white person. They see you as being a monster, always. They see you as a threat, always. You could be the most non-threatening person on earth. They still see you as a major threat. You might not even see yourself as a threat. You may be the nicest person on earth. They don't care. They see you as dangerous. They call the cops. And you just barbecue, why? Because they see that as a threat. You're playing dodgeball with the kids, and you're a kid. You're playing dodgeball, you hit another kid in the face. They call the cops, why? They feel threatened. They feel threat. The cops roll by, and they'll see you. And they think, it, and they'll accuse you of committing a crime, and you're just relaxing, you're just chilling. They accuse you. Of doing this, of doing that. You wonder why. In their imagination, you're the threat. Or they approach you and they're already on level 10. They're already on level 10. You would think he was waving a knife or a gun around the way they approach you. You're not. You're just like, hey, I do no soul shit. You me. They're already or aggravated. They're already on level 10. Wanna know why? In their imagination, in their mind, you're already doing crazy shit, but in reality, you're not. So that's why I say it's the most dangerous place because you can get the cops called on you for nothing. Then the cops, if they white, they see you as doing that shit too. They see, oh no. And next thing you know, you could be in jail or beaten or shot just because they thought 
You was doing something and you wasn't. This kid, they assumed you was doing something. Why? Because your skin. Your skin is the sin. So that's the, our skin is the sin, which is terrible. Hey, sometimes they won't even call the cops. Sometimes they'll get a gun and do it themselves. Oh, oh. And then when they get caught and they go to um court for it, they'll say some stupid shit. Like, oh, no, I felt threatened. They could have a gun and we could be unarmed. And they'll say, hey, I felt threatened. How did you feel threatened when you have a gun? And you step on an unarmed person, you are obviously an aggressor. But if you have a jury of white people, they'll agree. They'll be like, yeah, I feel threatened too. If I had a Glock 19 and I saw an unarmed black person playing playing music on the radio, I, I feel threatened too. I'd be scared for my life. I'd have my wife go back and get a shotgun. Then we go out and approach them. Like, what, what, why? What's wrong with y'all? So that's what that is. That's... Well, I agree with his statement. Those are just examples of why I agree with that statement. It's deep. And racism is an issue that a lot of people don't want to address. They don't. It's uncomfortable, but so what? It's still something that needs to be addressed. You know, shit. We're uncomfortable dealing with it. Some people say, I'm, I hate it. I don't want to hear about racism. Yeah, well, tough titties. Some people are tired of dealing with it. Some people are tired, tired of actually living through it. And going through the hassles and having extra obstacles thrown at you. And here's why racism, one of the reasons why racism and prejudice is so crazy. It's so foul. As a human being, you already got bullshit you got to go through. That's just extra. Don't put extra shit on my plate. Being a human being is hard enough. Now you're going to put some extra shit cause on my plate because you want to treat me like I'm subhuman. But I still got to go through the human being shit. So I got to go through the human being shit then get treated like I'm subhuman at the same time. And then a whole bunch of y'all want to act like they can't see it because they're uncomfortable and they don't want to change so they're going to act like it doesn't exist. Uh-uh. That's what it is. Vibing. Yeah. You know what's funny? People always talk about haters. And who's hating on this one. And the people who slept on them. The sleepers. They didn't believe in them. They didn't believe in me. They didn't believe in me. Yeah, well, guess what? Guess what, sweetheart? A lot of people won't believe in you. That's life. There's people who your ass probably don't believe in is going to come up and win and make you look like, damn, maybe I should have maybe I should have supported. That might happen. You know, but there's going to be times when you're the one who's getting slept on. That, that is just it. Some people get stuck on more than others. But here's the here's the thing. It's your responsibility to make your dreams reality, regardless of who believes or who doesn't believe. 
Because it's not them. It's not always the next person's responsibility to believe in your ass. Not that they're your friends, your family, your bae, your business partner. You know, sometimes, I'm sorry, sometimes it will be your family members and friends. <laughs> sometimes bae will be like, nah, can't see it, won't happen. Sad. It's your job then to believe in you. That's not me lecturing, I'm just telling the truth. But, here, but here's the kicker though. As much as people say they hate a sore loser, I can understand why you saw a loser, but I don't like sore losers either. But I, more than that, I hate a bitter winner. I can't stand a winner that's bitter. How are you gonna be bitter, but you won? How are you bitter, but you won? Still obsessed with the people who slept on you back in the day. You're obsessed with things hating on me. They, they didn't believe in me. Well, obviously, one of you obviously didn't need to ask that much, did you? You didn't need them to believe in you. What did you lose? They hurt your feelings fine. Their feelings are most likely hurt. Seeing you doing as good as you can. Doing as good as you are. Sorry. Mind fart. They hating. And they're probably feeling bitter seeing you winning the way you are, doing as good as you are. And they know it's going to be hard for them to finagle a role in your life where they can benefit off that shit. If they had just supported you and not something, you're not trying to play you, they'd probably be winning right along with your ass. They'd probably be right at the table eating. You know, they, they get to be on the team instead of talking that, hey, remember me from back in the day? You know, so. Now they can just wish, damn, I wish I would have supported. And they look from the back, from the background, they would see you on TV or whatever the case may be, and be like, damn, I should have been cool to that person. Damn. Wishing they was winning alongside you, but they not. So they could be sore about that. They shouldn't be, but I see it. it makes sense. But how you gonna be mad that you won? You didn't believe in me. Yeah. Boo hoo hoo, bitch. Why you crying? You won. Shine off your trophy and shut your ass up. Be grateful. You won. That's it. That's it. Boom. You won. You won. You got that. Don't be obsessed. With the misery they may have caused you back then Because you're missing out on all the good times you, you should be having right now Your life is full of ups and downs You better enjoy them ups Before them downs come back on your ass Then you'll be missing your up period You know, so why you got your up period? It's okay Celebrate life You know Celebrate life before the downs come And kick in the ass Don't worry about people who didn't think you could make it Obviously, you made it. You don't need them in. It didn't really hurt you. You're just holding on to too much shit. You're hurting yourself holding on to too much negative baggage. Let it go. Oh, oh, oh. Take the pentagrass with it. Let it go. Leave it alone. Alright? Gia vibe.
gear Do girl, I was pillow soft So of course he slept Slaps a toe, woke him up Like a boy's threat Homie try to keep up But he lost his step Got a low self-esteem now Lost his pet No props, no wins Lost his fresh No love, lost respect Um, ex-dubs, yeah. Who wanted it next? Cause these bars so sharp They go off the net I don't make it rain But I make them draws get wet Baby, I lost my chest. Dude, I thought you had it all on deck. Yeah, club, front and lock the baller. Start hard, toe shorty, then spoiler. Spend your cash now, shorty, don't call ya. You a damn fool, that's what shorty ignored ya. Tooth and toe, your best punchline is you. You crack me up like every heart or comic view. I don't need things, still outshining you. Battle me. Time to lose, to go ahead, get tight like a China's do. This is Henny Black Rap, double shots at the bar. All so smooth, but it still go hard, and you still so fraud. Liar, I'm a higher altitude. Flyer, I'm trying to build a buzz, trying to build an empire. Wanna fire my boss? I don't wanna run tired. This is Henny Black Rap, double shots at the bar. All so smooth, but it still go hard, and you still so fraud. Liar, I'm a higher altitude. Liar, I'm trying to build a buzz, trying to build an empire. Wanna fire my balls? I don't want to run tired. This is Henny Black Rap, double shots at the ball. So damn smooth, but it's still so hard, and it's still so fraud. Liar, I'm a higher altitude. Liar, I'm trying to build a buzz, trying to build an empire. Wanna fire my balls? I don't want to run tired, baby, baby. No, no. comes to music you're talking about music right now <laughs> bad segue okay when it comes to music it's always good to do what you love do what you feel that's that's part of the reason to even play music to play what you love to perform what you love sing what you love write what you love now, it's always good to know as much as humanly possible. I believe, like, if you're a producer, you need to know more, need to know more. Engineer, you need to know more. Artist, writer, but especially if you're a producer and engineer. And, you know, if you're like a band, if you're instrumentalist and you do session work, that's very important as well. And if you're a performing musician, you play at concerts, them shows. Especially if you're um, a musical director for a tour, then you got, you have to be well versed in music. 
it it only it will only help you. It will only help you. You know, so you need to be able to go on through one on one style. Be able to do one on one style. Well, nobody knows everything, but you know, be versatile. No more than one is just one thing. Even if there's one thing that you love, you know, play what you love, but you're always good to know more. Especially, like I said, if you're a producer, engineer, a studio musician, or a live performing musician. Then in those cases, you really need to know more than just a little bit of information, but you know, that's forever. And this, I remember I was talking about that with somebody and they had a nerd to tell me, you don't know everything. I, Duh, I never said I knew everything. Every day you're alive should be a day that you learn something new. And I applied it to myself too. I don't care how how small it is, if it's on a small scale, if it's on a big scale, I learned something new. Never knowing that thing that I learned will be important to me. I may need to know that, but might not need to know right now. I may need to know a few years down the line or maybe next week. The point is, you learn something, expand your mind. And when it comes to music, you never know it all. I'll be a music student for life. You know. That's what it is. Not ashamed to say it. Another beat that I did on a garage band, you know, fun with loops and everything. They got the loops hanging around and playing my original stuff and then add on to the loops and on the garage band. Usually you just use like reason, but not. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You know what? While this beat is playing, this is like a version of um the song I did stay with my soul shots mixtape. I wanted to flip the sample, you know what I mean? And I was just, I love the song we wanted to just flip, flip it. And I said, yo, I could do a whole song like this. And come, come at it from like a smooth perspective. Um. player, you know, be romantic about it, be cool, be sexy about it, but not be overtly sexual, not like extra, like obsessed with it, be gentlemanly, you know, be like, yeah, I'm stepping with a dick and yeah, you're going to be my bitch, you know what I mean, there's a bunch of songs like that, not even dissing the songs, I'm just saying, I didn't feel like taking that approach, I wanted to be smoother with it, you know. Something for the ladies, you know. 
will be cool with it. Because, I mean, that's part of life, too. Some people say, oh, why you do them songs with the ladies? That ain't part of life. Yes, it is. Do song for the niggas. Like, what? You only fuck with niggas? What you trying to tell us, bruh? You don't fuck with women at all. You don't fuck with the ladies. You don't fuck with women at all. You just, you just fuck with niggas. I just say that, <laughs> but nah. Nothing wrong with doing quote quote songs for the ladies. I love doing songs like that. I love it. I used to really get nervous doing those kind of songs because it's hard for me to really do those songs to the best of my ability. I wasn't good at it at first, but you know. I challenge myself with that after a while. I'm like, this shit is easy. I love it. I enjoy it. And it's funny after a while, people saying, that's the lane that I sound best in. So I had to do other things to experiment and keep it. So I could do more than one thing. I want to be in more than one low, more than one lane. I'm sorry. And a matter of fact, here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do. Since we talk about this um, inspiration for the song, I'm gonna play the song, and then that's gonna be and that's how the episode's gonna end. Right there. Thanks for listening. And you can um check this Vibe with Reads podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Definitely. Check it. Oh yeah, and uh, the Soul Shots mixtape datpiff.com. Soul sh- Shots is on datpiff.com. My mixtapes, SoundCloud, and Bandcamp. But I'm gonna play the song for you now, and uh, I appreciate y'all. Thanks for vibing. Yeah.
you wanna be, ah, ah, you wanna be my lady, baby, boo-thang, more than a pretty face is a poo-tang, my new flag, love a confidant, my amiga, smile to myself every time I see ya, but I'm not over-eager, I'm trying to say I'm not thirsty, thirsty, ditch your ex, we don't need the controversy, no more drama, I'm not here to harm you, make it feel so good, you take a friend to mama, but that's the time, relax your mind, damn you fine, you were treated like a queen if you was mine, you supposed to shine, Stay. <laughs> yeah. Just those.